graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. If you're a what? If you're a fan of mine, you would understand the fucking pain that I'm going through with Jackass putting me through the ringer, dude. If anybody cares about me at all, then throw me a fucking bone and send a dollar to this Venmo, and the more you send, the ratter shit we can do, and I give everyone fucking credit for it. Like, I can't compete with their $10 million budget, ladies and gentlemen, but if I had that, I would blow them out of the fucking water. Give me a new mission. I was so bored at home. I was living in Groundhog's Day. It sucked. And, uh, yeah. Nikki found me on the interweb typing in how to tie a noose. That's why we moved to Oceanside and I met new friends that I love. Jackass does not care about me. Understand that, ladies and gentlemen. Not so does give a fuck about me. Spike Jones does not give a fuck about me. And Tremaine, I still don't know yet. Steve-O, I love him. Pontius, yes, we men, fuck yeah, Poopies is awesome. Fucking Dave England is awesome. Danger Aaron is awesome. Preston, awesome. Everybody, what the fuck? It's like, it was like my family that won't let me in because they say I'm out there being a jackass on TMZ. Well, so I can't be in jackass because I'm out there being a jackass? I can't be on jackass because I'm out there being a jackass. Jackass. And at this point, I'm thinking, dude, all press is good press is what I thought, which I guess obviously is not true because I thought unless you're a murderer or a rape artist, then that's bad. Anything else is good. If I wind up getting beat up drunk at a bar, fucking hell to the yeah, I had a blast. You know, like, I love that shit. I live for that shit. Everybody loved everybody, and everything was so boring. It would just be so boring. You need an asshole, or else there's nothing to talk about. There has to be an asshole, or else there's nothing to talk about. If anybody cares about me at all, then let's beat them at their own fucking game, Yellow Wolf. Let's beat them at their own game, MGK. Let's beat them at their own game, Post Malone. Let's beat them at their own fucking game, Hank Von Helvete, Turbo Negro, even him. I haven't talked to Bill of Valor in a long time, but hell, man, give me a call. For fuck sake, Johnny Football, Randy. <laughs> Maya, Mana, Sounds, Rakes. I can go on and on and on, and I will. Thank God I moved here because I found happiness again. And I'm skating again because I'm off the pills that Paramount made me take on film every morning, causing me to be dizzy as fuck with stiff muscles and suicidal tendencies. Were they just trying to keep me at bay? What were they doing? Who do they think that they are? 
boycott jackass. Duh. If you care about me, you would just boycott jackass. And then I'll just be back 100% and then we'll do this together. Send me a dollar. A dollar goes a long way if everybody fucking does it. It's pretty simple. Fuck it. Send me fucking... Uh, how many followers do I have? If, if all you guys send me a hundred dollars, dude, I can do this. I can fucking do it. Let me do it. The more money you send, the raddest shit that can happen. Help me out. Throw me a bone for the love of Phoenix, the goddamn wolf. about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, there is no way home. Just announced today, and I know this this part should have waited for the nerdy news, but I mean, it literally just happened like hours before the podcast started. They finally announced Spider-Man 3, which is so weird to say, because it's not really Spider-Man 3. They're not calling it Spider-Man 3. It's Spider-Man No Way Home. But for us, it's Spider-Man 3, but when I think of Spider-Man 3, I also think of Topher Grace and Tobey Maguire doing emo Topher... Toby, yeah, Toby McGuire, emo Toby McGuire, and and Topher Grace, and we knew that was gonna, we knew that was gonna suck because I mean, like, what the the punk from the fucking that '70s show? There was no way he was gonna play a convincing Eddie Brock. But announced today from Marvel, the Spider-Man, shut up, Ziggy, is <laughs> it is going to be no way home. Because you know what it is? I think the cat hears me talking. She doesn't understand the concept that I'm on a microphone, so I think she thinks I'm talking to her. And so she may jump up on me at any second. She's trying to get up on me right now, which is a pain in the ass. And it's not like it's not like it's cold right now, 
but we we have come out of a cold snap like the past like this is like the first day or second day in oh, like the past God. like week and a half where we had where we actually had temperatures over 30 degrees uh and let me tell you go on no, I was going to say, like, I, don't get me wrong. I, I like the snow. Didn't really mm-hmm. like the cold temperature, but I've been inside a lot, so it didn't really affect me. But, like, on the side of our house, like, ice, and I'm just like, yeah, let's get some 40, 50-degree days, burn that stuff off. <laughs> oh, so you slip on ice. You, know, you can't you can only see yourself. Oh, man, there was some, there was <laughs> some landlord big itself. icicles in the, on the side of the house that I had to knock down. They had, no joke, huge. Mm-hmm. See, now you know how it is. Now you know how I feel when when my cat is doing that. Actually, (laughs) ironically, she's like right next to the mic. She's not saying a word. (laughs) Well, with me, like, okay, so last week the kids were, my daughter was on vacation and it snowed every day, but you know we had like food in the house and shit, and she's 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 home and and um, there's no reason to leave the house. So the snow built up, snow built up, snow built up. And the way my house is set up, I have off off street parking where the back of my house is. You know, there's there's like you know, a, a little lot for cars. None of my neighbors in any of my units have cars right now. One of my neighbors did, but I guess their car broke down or whatever. So it's just me, and I have uh I have this little roadway that leads from like the side, you know, from the street to the side of my house to behind my house, which is good, like I said, because so the drug dealers across the street, like I could park behind my house. And nobody sees me. And I like that. I don't like, I hate, you know, and I've lived in pretty bad neighborhoods. And, you know, one, one of the thing about bad neighborhoods is always people watching what you're doing. There's always people looking and seeing everything that you're doing. So shut up, Ziggy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I so, know, I know the title of this episode. So shut up. <laughs> And so, you know, I like the idea of like, drive, want to drive my car to the back of the house and then, you know, like I can go in through the back door and, and there's no, there's nobody there, you know, there's no little looky-loos. Like, remember like, 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 uh, Animal Planet, they'd have all those like little, like families of like lemmings or whatever and they all just kind of like all look in one direction and shit like that. That's what I feel like when, like when you live in a bad neighborhood and there's people, you know, especially in the summertime where like people don't want to be in their houses, they're just like, they're not, they don't, because they don't have air conditioning so they all, everyone sits outside in their porch and they fucking watch everything that you're fucking doing. So I love, ever since I moved to this new apartment, I love parking in the back where no one can really see because I'm out of sight, out of mind. So, okay, so the week goes by and it was a very lazy week. I said, you know, fuck it, you know, it's, it's the kids, what kids off from school, I'm I'm not going to fucking do anything. It's snowing outside. I don't want to go outside anyway. So then like Friday comes along and I'm like, you know what? I've been putting it off all fucking week. You know, I'm going to get up. I'm, I got a good night's sleep. I got, I went to sleep at a decent fucking hour. Yeah, I went to bed like before four o'clock in the morning. Uh, got a good night's sleep. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to get up. I'm going to fucking clean the house. I'm going to get shit done today. You get up, have breakfast, take a shower, start cleaning, pull my fucking back out. And like my back is still fucked up, and that's been like a couple days now. So now, and then it's better if I pulled my back, and now we gotta get, we gotta, we have to go food shopping and shit like that. Now I gotta fucking shovel, cause since I'm the only person, since, you know, my neighbors don't have cars, they don't, they, who's gonna fucking, you know, I'm not gonna shovel a driveway if I don't have a car. And my landlords, you know, that's, they pretty much told me, like, even when I moved into the place, they're like, you know, we don't pay for any services, so if you wanna park your car back there, you, you're the one responsible for shoveling the side, <sighs> fuck, so, so with a sword, with a, like a, like, you know, and then the, I mean, it's me being a fat fuck, you know, like from, the, from the, the last episode called Fat Fuck, I mean, it's me being a fat fuck, which is why my back is all jacked up, but, uh, you know, shoveling the side of the house in the fucking, in the snow, and, uh, speaking of snow, you know, we live up north, 
and we drive and my car gets stuck in snow and that was a funny thing okay so so as of like even today the back of my house isn't like i shoveled i shoveled just enough for my car to like pull in and pull out and uh i got stuck in a little bit of snow today so i'm running my tires running my tires i have an old ass car <laughs> and uh chris always has old ass car yeah i i i come from the firm belief that you buy a used car so you pay, you know, uh, uh, what do they call that? Basic coverage. You know, you're the, you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a word when you, when you, when you, it's the minimal, minimal, minimal amount, amount of insurance. Like, you know, just um, legal enough, just enough to be legal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's, what it's called, but it's like, it's really cheap. Like you're only basically, it just covers everything that you need covered basically. And that's it. Yeah. And, and I've always, I've always had, I've, I've always driven clunkers. I've never had a lease on a car or anything like that. And so, you know, I've had the most basic, basic coverage on my car and I drive every car. I've never have, I, I've never sold a car after I've owned it. I've donated cars because that's, you know, that's a whole other thing where like, uh, like the car, it's like, it's so fucked up that for the price for you to pay to fix it, it's not worth fixing. So you donate it like in, 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 uh, in New York City. Do they, I don't know, do they have it up here? The, the cars for kids? Like this yes. is like a stupid gym. Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah. Cars for, well, yeah. so yeah, there's, so there's cars for kids and, and I don't know if, I don't know if that was a, just a New York City thing. And, uh, and, and, and places like that where you go and you donate the car and it's, they don't give you money. They give you, uh, like a thing you can use as a tax write off the next year. You know, and and the good thing is that like if you try to sell that hunk of junk, you, you know, maybe you could get three hundred dollars for it, four hundred dollars. But like the good thing about that is they'll give you the book value. So even though it's a hunk of shit and you couldn't get three hundred dollars for it, they'll give you you know two thousand dollar write off or whatever the case may be. So I've I've always driven fucking hunk of junk pieces of shit. Yes, you so, have. So so you know my car now is fourteen seven no no excuse me seventeen eighteen years old. My car is now. And uh, so I'm spinning my wheels or whatever. And like <laughs> when I was driving to go uh, take care of something for my daughter, my fucking my check. Not only was my check engine light on and my check engine light has been on for the past couple months, it was flashing. And I've never in the history of, of all the junker cars that I've owned have seen a flashing check engine light now. And the whole thing is that that means like, my car's going to fucking die any fucking day now. You know, I feel it. And my tires are bald and it's already snowing and shit like that. But the, what kills me is that... Well, that's why you got stuck. Well, yeah, yeah. And the car, it's, it's old and everything like that. But like, so, and don't get me wrong. I've been going online and I'm looking for, I'm looking for a car. And I don't have much... But you know, I have a couple bucks that you know, you know, I I try to live very cheaply, and you know, and I try to you know budget myself where I can you know if something like this happens, you know, I can you know if the car breaks down, hopefully I, be, I should be able to take care of it. But you know, I'm looking at cars, and I cannot believe, and I know maybe I don't know if it's the economy or whatever the case may be. Why? How can anybody charge? Okay, if a car is over ten years old, you have no right charging more than three thousand dollars for it. And some places I've seen even like more than four thousand. You got a fifteen-year-old car and you want four thousand dollars? You could kiss my ass. I don't give a fuck if it was a fucking, you know, if if it was a fucking, uh, you know, what's the, what was the big uh, pimped-out uh, uh, Cadillacs, you know? That, that oh, I was all gonna the... say like a Lincoln Navigator, maybe. Or... <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I, my God, my brain is just not working tonight. Uh, you know, the the one that all the the rappers used to wear, like they came out the Escalades. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. If it, I don't give a fuck if it's an Escalade. If it's a 2010 Escalade, it, you, it shouldn't cost. It should not cost more than three thousand dollars. You know, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if it's tip top condition. But it seems, in my that's just my opinion. No car over ten years old should be more than three thousand dollars, or four, or definitely no more than four thousand dollars. And it's something I can't afford right now. And you know, I'm just looking for a fucking car, but like all these listings like any car over any car less than 10 years old these people want ridiculous amounts for it and then you go to the bank and like i just want like and let's just say okay let's just say you know i find a car on like six thousand and i budget myself okay i could you know make payments on a six thousand dollar car but like you know banks don't want to give you a six thousand dollar loan they want you to get you know the sixteen thousand dollar loan or the thirty thousand dollar you know like you know can i can i just get a fucking can i get a six grand loan <laughs> isn't this a fucking hard i budget i can show you my fucking money here's my here's my bank statements or if i go to the bank that i actually do where like my main checking and savings are at yeah <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm not in debt. I'm not, you know, I have a couple bucks. I could put something down on the car. But, you know, can I get a fucking, can I get a six grand loan without fucking having to fucking sell my ass on the street? I don't have six grand out of pocket. I don't. So, I, you know, it's like, you know, every, the little guy gets fucked. And then I did try to, I did try to apply for a car loan. At a, at a credit union, because that's you know a lot of people say you know if you're gonna don't go to a bank, go to a credit union. So I want you know the big the big famous credit union up here is the ESU and uh, ESL, excuse me. And, and I, is ESL or ESU? What am I? Am I confused? I don't. One's a college and one's a secondary language if you speak Spanish or something like that. <laughs> English is a secondary language. I want to ESL, I think it's called. So I've tried. You know, I went to the credit union, went to the ESL, and then she's like, oh, we're gonna need two pay stubs, and I'm like, well, I have unemployment, so I have the unemployment statement that could like, download offline online oh no no it actually has some actual pay stubs and i'm like well what if i needed a car to get to work and i haven't gotten my first two pay stubs yet because you know some jobs you know they give you that lag week so like you know you'll start a job and like you know the first like two through the first like three weeks or so four weeks you don't even get paid yet because they, they lag your paycheck so what if it's my first month on the job and 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 i need to get to work but i don't have the two paychecks two pay stubs for a car you know it's like for the loan i don't it's just it's very frustrating so you know i'm just gonna drive this fucking thing until it leaves me on the side of the road hopefully i don't fucking die and i'll just you know <laughs> i'm shaking yeah, my head at you right now hopefully it'll die safe and, you know and it's, i don't have anybody to co-sign a loan or, you know what I'm saying? so i'm a grown-ass man i'm trying to fucking handle shit myself but it's like you know they're they they just uh the system's rigged. The system's rigged, Paul. Uh, well, but speaking so, of snow... Oh, well, well, actually, I was going to say, like, you know, it's that's going to be interesting because we're going to have to go get a new car mm-hmm. at some point here in the next couple months. Uh, and <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I'm furloughed right now. It's not like I'm not getting money, but... I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, do I need to have a pay stub? I don't, I don't think I need a pay stub. I think I just need to pass a credit check. As long as I pass the credit check, I'm good. And my credit's really good. I'm not gonna tell everybody what my fucking credit is because fuck you people. You don't need to know my credit. <laughs> but um, it's, you know, it's, it's just, you know, I, I, I worry about that because we do need a new vehicle and not a new vehicle, used car, but an, a newer yeah. vehicle, <laughs> new to you. Right. And you know, th- I just worry that we're not gonna be able to get one because of obviously, you know, not <laughs> me still being furloughed. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, I went to ESL and they're like, we need two pay stubs. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and, and that's the whole thing is like, you know, it, to me, it just means like we, uh, to me, when I hear we need two pay stubs, that means we need proof of income. 
And I'm like, okay, you know, I've been on unemployment for the past year. Here, yeah. I could show you, I could show you on a fast unemployment. You know, and then especially now that you know we do have the the PUA kicking in, so that that certainly fucking helps. So like, you know, here's you know here's reoccurring payments to my account <laughs> that's coming in. How is this not? How is this no different than a pay step? You know, right? But apparently, you know, they they, they want fucking pay stubs, and it's like I I, I have well, income. I don't have pay stubs. You're you're going directly to the bank to get one, right? Yeah. Like, like you know, I was reading a thing like you know, like like, and you go and you go to the car dealerships and and of course and of course heavens forbid you go to a used car dealership website and look on once again look for a car that's less than three thousand dollars. You know that's how they fuck yeah, you. They want to get you, you, they want to get you, you to the lot. Yeah. They want to get you to the lot and whatever. I mean, I'm pretty sure certain these car lots probably do have cars for three thousand dollars. You know, but you know, but it's not on the website. But the whole thing is, and now you go to you got the because uh, to get the loan from the bank, you have to have the VIN number for the car. Right. And because you don't want to go to the dealership there and say, oh, what what financing options do you have? Because then they fucking they bend you over the table and fucking you know. <laughs> <laughs> give me the high hard one so it's sort of you know the that you know they uh, i was looking out on these watching videos and stuff like that online they're like you know find the car that you like get the vin number get the loan from a credit union you know and mm-hmm. and so you know but then once again esl says you know let us have your pay stubs sir and i'm like i don't have fucking pay stubs i have income i don't have pay stubs so you know it's 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 a fucking damned if you do, damned if you don't uh, situation. So I'm just yeah. I'm I'm just frustrated. I mean, honestly, what I used to do. So I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast. God knows, COVID is kind of. <laughs> I, I don't remember a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. Hell, I'm gonna. I don't even know if I'll remember my job when I go back here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is a legit. I, I I legit like. I'm like, man, when I go back to work, I'm gonna have to fucking re-remember my entire job. I go on, sorry. Well, I'll talk about my job here but um so the uh i so when i used to do newspaper i mm. uh i would what i figured out was that because i had such a big route and then i took on the second route mm-hmm. um i needed to get another vehicle because i didn't want to run mine into the ground my good vehicle into the ground mm-hmm. so what i did and I, I bought two separate explorers i ran them both and well one i got an x and the other one it just died the transmission went on it so mm. i know what you're going through but i i only paid like a thousand dollars for both of them so mm-hmm. i mean and i paid that in cash i got rid of it I, you know i i used it until i until obviously that happened and then <laughs> you know it is what it is um you know, it, it's it's just you got to do what you got to do, man. And I I don't think, you know, you got to just kind of figure out what you can do for, you know, what you have. I mean, basically, whatever you get back from taxes, if there's anything, take that money and go get a car. That's yeah. my best advice, honestly. You know, and just kind of, you know, <laughs> shut up, Ziggy, <laughs> and just you know go from there. That's all. I'm telling you, the title of this podcast would be "Shut Up, Ziggy." I'm just saying. No kidding, no. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, all right. Ah, motherfucker. Oh, she just jumped on me with her claws trying to get up, like, on my shoulder. It's like, you know, and it's not, well, it's not, like, cold, but she likes, you know, when it's when it's chillier outside, she likes to snuggle. 
but it's like I'm not I'm not in snuggle mode. I'm in podcast mode. You know, I'm I'm talking into the mic. Do I, does the mic sound fine, Chris Mounts? How do I sound now, Chris Mounts? <laughs> no. Uh, so because uh, he was he was complaining about the microphone because I've been using a couple episodes back I used this what the microphone I'm using now, but the, I've had same microphone for about eight years now, nine years now as the podcast hits its. Nine year anniversary. I mean, I've had the same microphone. I, you know, her name's Lucille, and uh, you know, uh, I, I feel I, I don't know. I like the way the microphone. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the microphone sounds like shit. I don't know. It doesn't sound like doesn't sound bad on my end. But then again, I don't know. So, uh, so I'm using the new. I'm using the new. Using not new microphone, but new, once again, <laughs> new to me. Uh, it's it's the recorder that I've took and I've taken to to uh, Comic Con. But it, I can double it. I could use it as a USB microphone. Um, but speaking of snow, as I've been trying to make this uh, this segue for a little while now. <laughs> speaking of snow, snow has rocked uh, the 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 Midwest and Southern states, the United States, uh, Texas being one of them. And it kills me because like uh, my daughter's aunt, who, who has, like recently come back in, into her, my daughter's life, only because like after because she was sort of estranged from. My daughter's mom, like they were sisters, but like they one sister stopped talking to the other, you know, the sister that moved to Texas uh, stopped talking to my to my daughter, to my ex, my daughter's mother, because, you know, the family issues and my daughter's my daughter's mother was a hard head and, and hard to deal with. And then after uh, the passing of my ex, like the aunt has come back into the life and, you know, she's meeting her aunt, her nieces and nephews that she's never met before because, you know, uh, you know, they weren't born yet when when her and the sister stopped speaking to each other. And, uh, and, you know, and, 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 you know, we've built a, a very, you know, friendly, uh, relationship and we share, we share stories about, you know, my daughter's mother and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's weird, you know, it's like, it's nice talking to someone who's known her when growing up and stuff like that. And, uh, but she lives in Texas. And, and the funny thing is that, like, she actually came and she visited Rochester right around Valentine's Day. And, uh, cause it was, uh, it was, uh, it was the and Valentine's Day was my daughter's mother's birthday, so she felt it was appropriate to you know come up and for her sister's birthday to honor her sister's memory to spend some time with the kids and stuff like that. So uh, while she was in Rochester, it was literally colder in Texas than it was in Rochester, and uh, you know then that was that was a you know President's Day or whatever. So she had the time and she went then she went back to Texas and. The way, like, she didn't have heat, she didn't have electricity, she didn't have running water. I think she got, she got her electricity back, she got her heat back, but running water was still, was still an issue. Which, you know, I mean, and I hate to, you know, uh, you know, they, you know, <laughs> just go outside and grab some snow and fucking heat it up or whatever. But, uh, you know, and, and look, you know, and, and they were like, oh, uh, like they said, oh, people in New York are, are teasing Texas and they've never had, you know, you know, hello, we had fucking, we've had blackouts. You know, back when fucking Hurricane Sandy and, you know, when that, that fucked up like New York City's area, you know, my mom lived without electricity and heat for fucking, for like weeks. You know, when, when Hurricane Sandy hit New York and, and, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and I remember growing up like the building I lived in, um, I mean, it, 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 it had, we've always had running water. But, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a big building and there was a lot of floors and stuff like that. But there'd be days where we wouldn't have hot water. So I, I, I remember that I, I, I had days growing up as, as a child where you boil the water on the fucking stove in a big pot 
and you bring the fucking pot to the fucking tub and then you stand in the tub and you use the fucking you know you use the big pot of hot water to kind of like give yourself a bath you know you dunk the fucking the rag in the water and clean your body and you know then when all is said and done you know you take the fucking hot pot of hot water and pour it over your head and shit like that you know I, I you have to learn how to fucking live like that I mean some people some people are forced to live like that more than you know but I'm saying maybe it's you know since I, d- I dealt with it enough as a kid you know telling me that I don't have hot running water okay incredibly inconvenient it's not like it's the end of the world because there's ways around it you can if you can heat up the water you're good i've I've taken you know (laughs) i've taken the hot pot bath uh you know growing up and then you know the way i've grown up and stuff like that so i mean i felt bad that she went back and i was surprised even with all the craziness she was even able to get on a plane and go back to texas but um you know, and and quite frankly, she's probably the only person in Texas I give a shit about. <laughs> you know, so it, it being a red state and stuff like that, and their obvious power. You know, you know now the the all these problems are, sh- are shining big and bright about how they didn't want a regulated system. They didn't want to be. They don't want to be the government regulating the system. So they kind of you know they wanted to have their own independent system. And then look what happens: the first big bump in the road, everything fucking shuts down. Um, you know, uh, their their yeah. wonderful fucking uh, representative or whatever senator Ted Cruz. You know, the the minute no. the shit hits the fucking fan, uh, this fucking punk is j- jumping on a plane, uh, saying, "Oh, my, uh, the kids, the kids wanted to go to Cancun." What what kids on this fucking planet tells their parents, "I want to go to Cancun"? Now, mind you, last minute. You know, this is, you know, most people, when you go on vacation, you plan it out at least six months in advance. Or some people, some people plan out this shit like a year in advance because you get, then you get the best deals and you could, you know, but at the very least, not six months in advance. And, and, and a kid is going to tell their parent, I want to go to Cancun. If I told my parents, oh, the apartment's cold, I want to go to Cancun, my parents would tell me to go fuck myself. Is they wrap yourself in ten fucking blankets and think fucking warm thoughts, you know? But I'm just—I mean, it's so obviously full of shit that he said, "Oh, my kids wanted to go to Cancun." Uh, how fucking spoiled are your kids that they asked to go to Cancun and you jump and hop on a plane and make a last-minute plan to a resort I, I in mean, Cancun with a family of four? I mean, how stupid do you have to be when you're representing Texas and you leave and your people are looking at you going, "Um, hey, hey, um, Rick, what what are you doing?" <laughs> like, I mean, it's look. There are a lot of things. There, there are some things I like about AOC. There are some things I don't like about AOC. The one thing I like about AOC is she will throw it in the, another politician's face and destroy them and make them look really fucking bad. She made Ted Cruz look real fucking bad. Yeah, like, raised how, four million. I, yeah, it was like four or five million dollars. Jesus Christ, like, dude, somebody from outside of your state raised more money than you did. And you didn't mm-hmm. even you haven't even tried. He was on um they were doing hearings on the um the riots at the Capitol in the Senate mm-hmm. and CNN panned over to him and he's on his cell phone texting. Like I'm like, dude, you're just like just stop. Just just be done. Just go away. You, you well, his, his, checked out. his wife has a big wig at Goldman Sachs. You know, he has so much money and then you know, like you know, it just proves he's just proved how a lot of people are going to react when the shit really does hit the fan. 
You know, like well, like if we don't do if we don't do anything about climate change, if we don't do anything about uh, you know, uh, just like I said, rising temperatures, shit like that, the rich are gonna find a way to fucking leave or or just go to another part of the planet that's that's that well, is let, still inhabitable, and they're gonna tell they're gonna leave the poor, they, you know, he he left his whole constituency behind. They're like, just fuck you. Well, my, let, me, then, let me let me let me say this, like, and I, and I'm sure you're on the same. I'm not saying that him. Like, I'm not blaming the electric problems on him. Okay, that's clearly mm. the electric company and Texas, the Texas government. Not wanting um, to regulate. Right, not willing to, not willing to regulate things, and that's their fault. That's that's. I'm sorry, but that's that's your fault screwing it over. And mm. I and you know I understand. I, I get it. You want to, you want to try to, you know. You want to you you don't want to regulate things too much and I and I understand that and I think even in Texas you either you don't pay a tax or you don't or the taxes are very low if if I remember correctly but I, I don't know that for sure um but it, it's kind of sad when you don't winterize your electrical grid just in case something like this happens and I know mm-hmm. it, it hasn't happened a lot and it's you know it's very rare it seems like but you now you're understanding why you need to winterize stuff mm-hmm. and like you got people that are that have like three thousand dollar bills and they didn't even have any electricity it's like mm-hmm. how do you how do you charge somebody when they didn't even have electricity in the first well place? well that's the whole thing. okay so that is and I had that later on in my notes but Leah let's talk about that for a second okay so these people got stuck the people who were doing the auto pay and see this is this is this is the shit that I don't fucking like and, and I guess it's one of those things where like it's good that I'm broke and I'm poor because like you know I check my account fucking if not every day every other day i i know where every fucking penny is going and i i still to this day i do not sign up for auto pay for anything i don't give a fuck even i need like my cell phone i know it because you know what it is i'm so broke at you know i may not have that money in there when the fucking account comes and t-mobile t-mobile may have to fucking wait for their money (laughs) you know I, i may not have it on friday you're gonna have to wait the next week Tuesday. You know, you know, when my unemployment kicks in, then you can, then you can get, then T-Mobile. T-Mobile's a big giant fucking corporation. You can do without my fucking seventy-five dollars. You know, for a couple of days, you're gonna be all right, son. You know, so that, so and so these people, they they sign up for auto pay. Uh, for, and then they sign up for um the, I'm pretty sure there's also uh like the automatic billing and, yeah. and I, I always hate that shit yep. when like they don't come they don't check your fucking meter and then they send you an estimated bill and why is it all year long all fucking year long like my old apartment you know it was it would always it would float around sixty to eighty sometimes a hundred dollars then they do the fucking then the one like the one month the guy doesn't come for whatever reason the guy doesn't come you know and it's two hundred twenty dollars. Where the fuck did you get two hundred twenty dollars when all year long it's been sixty, eighty, a hundred, sixty, eighty, a hundred, sixty, eighty, a hundred, and you're sending me a double fucking bill, you know? And so, so they love that shit. They love that because and it, oh, it's, it's convenience and and we're going paperless, so we're gonna save the fucking planet and all this shit. And 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 now, mind you, it's not like the company's not. Gonna, I mean, maybe now because it's it's a giant, uh, it's all over the news, so they they're gonna give people their money back. But generally, like what's happened to me, like when they've taken when they've taken automatic pay or whatever, and and they'll take something like that, they'll go, oh, then we'll just credit you like that, like uh, like that month that would be like two hundred twenty dollars. Oh, we'll credit you that. So next month, 
when your bill's back to 60 bucks, you don't have to pay it. And if it's only 60 bucks, you don't have to pay your bill for a couple of months. Fuck you. Give me my fucking money back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they, they, they set it up. They get people so fucking used to technology. And, and once again, this is one of the good reasons. I mean, maybe I'm glad that I'm poor because I keep an eye on shit like that. But, you know, when they, when they're like rich people. But of course, you know, in this situation, it's ridiculous. Where like a guy got hit for like seventeen grand or some shit, some ridiculous fucking number like that. Shit, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who couldn't even take a seventeen hundred dollar hit. I couldn't take a hundred and seventy dollar hit. <laughs> you know, but it's you know, so it, it, it shows the fucking soulless cocksucker that they are. And if it wasn't on the fucking news and if it wasn't plastered all over the place, they'd be taking that money and they just hold on to it. Oh well, let's hold on to your money. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll give you credit for next month. We'll give you credit for next month. Fuck you. Give me my fucking money back. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I just, I don't, I never, I've never, ever, ever signed up for one of those auto pay things. Yeah, I mean, kiss my ass. I mean, yeah, I, I, the only thing I actually <laughs> signed up for auto pay on was my cell phone bill. The reason I set up for set it up on my cell phone bill is because I kept fucking forgetting to pay it. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna put it on there and do it. The rest of the time, I either call in or i'll do online i'll I'll pay my bills that way so yeah and they incentivize it oh we'll we'll take 10 we'll take 10 dollars we'll take 10 percent off your credit we'll give you 10 percent credit list or something like that and i'm just yeah you can pay 10 percent less yeah and and until the time comes when you fucking need that money because you know fucking you know somebody didn't pay somebody else or whatever and you don't get you don't get your proper paycheck or some shit like that and then you're fuck you know when you limit paycheck to paycheck that's 75 fucking dollars fucking (laughs) yeah could really be used for something else i don't i could I can live without a cell phone. I can't live without fucking food. You know, <laughs> this sounds, since I'm a fat fuck. Um, but uh, so I might not be able to live without Wi-Fi now, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so now, okay, so uh, now these right-wing assholes, these Fox News fuckfaces, which I'm gonna, we'll get to that in a little bit when it's time to talk about Rush Limbaugh. But these, like, and th- and this one in particular, uh, what's this fucking asshole's name? Uh, I, <laughs> Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I mind you, it's all over it's all over Fox News anyway. But Tucker Carlson in particular is like trying to blame this on the Green Deal. Oh, these are these are uh, windmills that are getting frozen in the winter time, you know, and, and windmills. And meanwhile, fucking in Wisconsin, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying in in Alaska, they have fucking windmills that you know run year round on the fucking coldest of coldest of colds, mm-hmm. and they're gonna try. And it's and you're gonna tell me in Texas, big oil Texas, Republican big oil Texas, that you that green the green deal is gonna take their fucking well, crit wait, down. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> I, I remember this story and it, it made me laugh because they're trying to say, so I looked this up because, you know, I do research, unlike mm. some people that are morons. <laughs> um, so the grid, 20% of the grid is renewable mm. energy. The other mm. 80% is conventional electricity and nuclear power and whatnot. So mm. you're saying to me that 20% of the grid shut down 100% of the electrical grid in some of these cities. Mm-hmm. How does that make sense? It doesn't. So stop trying to throw, you know, just throw stuff out there and be like, oh, maybe this will stick. No, it doesn't stick. Like even the the, yeah. the stupidest of the stupidest people out there is sitting there going, dude, 
just tell the truth. We know. <laughs> we know what's going on. We live in Texas. Shut the fuck up and it's, say it's the truth. Like the fucking balls. The fucking balls on this cocksucker to say, oh, this is because of the Green Deal. Yeah, and fucking, it, you can't get any more red-blooded American yeehaw America than fucking Texas. And you're going to tell me that the Green Deal did this and not giant oil? <laughs> like, you know, let's, like, let's face it, like... <laughs> You know, let's just face it, like, it's, you can't, um, you can't really blame it on, you can't blame it on, uh, renewable energy because Texas doesn't use a lot of renewable energy. They should because they have a lot of open land and it would make sense, Mm -hmm. but they don't. And it just, it doesn't make any sense to, you know, to blame it on that. Plus, look, you, it kills me because it's like, these Republicans are like, well, this Green New Deal, Green New Deal, Green New Deal. What Green New Deal? It hasn't even been put in place. By the way, <laughs> Biden's not going to be able to do a lot of shit because he doesn't have a super majority in either house. So mm. it, it just it just makes me laugh. Like there's so much shit I want to talk about politically. It's not even funny because it just it just makes me laugh because I I just don't get people. You know? Yeah. So. It's just it's a fucking to paint like the boogeyman is a green deal is fucking it, it's fucking disgusting. And the whole thing is that there's people who believe this shit fucking wholeheartedly. And so uh, 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 I won't even get into that. Okay. And so okay. And let's let's talk let's let's talk about what I just mentioned. Rush Limbaugh, burn in fucking hell, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> I hope the fucking devil shoves a pineapple up your ass every day, right? like at the end of Little Nicky when it's like Hitler, because Rush Limbaugh was the biggest fucking piece of shit. And the whole thing is because nowadays when we have Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and fucking Ben Shapiro and Alex Jones and Infowars and all these people who spread tons of misinformation, people who who placate a white supremacist audience and 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 you know yeah they're also scaring the shit out of old people about you know the fucking the mexican boogeyman and the muslim boogeyman yeah tucker carlson and 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 sean hannity and ben shapiro don't have jobs if it wasn't for rush limbaugh rush limbaugh started this shit he he was a you know he was a big reagan guy and then you know after the you know then you know we had w you know he he started his shit back in the 90s uh talking shit about the the clintons and 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 uh, you know, it was blaming everything on the fucking Clinton. And it was one of those deals where you know. And the whole thing is, okay, so you build a radio show, and you're conservative talk radio, and you're talking about the Clintons, and you know, and don't get me wrong, <laughs> it's gonna fucking. I know it's gonna sound crazy for me to say. I know there's good Republicans out there. I know there's good people out there who who fucking live their lives. They go to work. They, they they pay their taxes and they want their taxes to go to the right things and that's why they don't want big government and that's why you know there are good people out there but you're also the person sitting next to you is that extremist the person that's carrying the same Republican banner that you are is is carrying that same fucking extremist that, that believes that the fucking you know the Muslims are gonna come get you and the Mexicans are gonna fucking steal your jobs yeah. and 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 and, 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 and Hillary Clinton yeah, and and you know Hillary Clinton 
fucking has a fucking a, a, a child sex ring that's run out of a pizza parlor. Oh my god, that that just uh, you know I, what I'm saying? I, and and I, yeah, uh, and that's some Infowars, you know, Rush Limbaugh shit because Rush Limbaugh spent so many years. And the whole thing is when you have a radio show, and the funny because I, I learned about Rush Limbaugh oddly enough listening to fucking Howard Stern, and I grew up listening to Howard Stern, and I love Howard Stern, and I mean you know now you know and and I only learned because they he he would talk about how this crazy oh I, as stupid as crazy as, as Howard Stern was, he was like, I can't believe all this bullshit Rush Limbaugh saying. And the whole thing is that when you have a radio show, you have four hours every day that you have to fill. Yeah. You have to fill four hours of, 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 of radio every day. And it was one of those deals where, like, he started, I, you know, I believe it was one of those deals where he started bashing the Clintons and, like, his numbers spiked a little bit. And so and I think that he said, you know what, if I keep talking shit about the Clintons, if I keep, you know, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be fact, it could be speculation, it could be repeating the same fucking story over and over again, it could be, you know, and like he realized he became in that world of conservative talk radio, he became a fucking superstar in the fucking nineties, you know? And I remember like Howard Stern talking about him and how crazy he was and shit like that. And the same, and look at Howard Stern suffers from the same thing. You know, when Howard Stern got to fill four hours and that's why they have 50,000, you know, whack packs and all the intern, 50,000 interns walking in and talking and shit like that. Cause when, when you spend four hours a day uh, on the radio every day in the nineties, you know, when, when, when radio DJs still stood five days a week on the radio and shit like that, you have time to fucking fill and and i think rush limbaugh i you know like i don't know how he started as in you know but i'm saying is you know there there are probably people who listen to him and wanted to believe him and stuff like that but when he started to need to fill time and needed to make a boogeyman and needed to make because that was scaring people you know kept people listening and kept the kept the listeners coming in and stuff like that you know how it has lesbians making out <laughs> and rush limbaugh has let's scare the shit out of conservatives thinking that you know Mexicans are coming to take your jobs. Muslims are fucking destroying this country. Uh, you know, yada yada yada. And so, and and so, and now he builds, and now he builds such a fucking brand that you know Fox News flourishes. You know, and 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 Roger Ailes or whatever the guy, the guy who runs fucking Fox News or whatever. You know, and he's another fucking asshole. But you know, once again, now they they see that there's money being made and scaring people let's be honest you got older people who don't fucking don't know how to use the internet you got Mm -hmm. old people who don't know how to research you got old people who when those old okay people that are old today grew up in a time where they had walter cronkite on t walter cronkite came on at five o'clock every day or six o'clock every day and told you what was going on they were they were taught to to listen to and respect and 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 uh, you know walter cronkite was the fucking word of god when he spoke and he wasn't taking sides he told the news and so the thing is that that mentality of you trusting your your radio person mm-hmm. you know now these older people they're not gonna they're not gonna question the media they're not gonna question the reporter you know and and the whole thing is the media has evolved the listener hasn't and 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 they're believing this boogeyman bullshit that rush limbaugh spewed and rush limbaugh was you know like they said you know he would he would play music and he did a whole thing where he read lists of people who died of aids and and laughed about it and shit like that you know uh, and uh, you know just a fucking detestable fucking human being he knows what he did was wrong and the funny thing is that like you know as soon as then him you know and super conservative republican yeah and 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 they 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 talk shit about drug addicts they talk shit about you know 
Meanwhile, he develops a fucking he develops an addiction to oxycontin. What and oxycontin is also known as hillbilly heroin. <laughs> you know, so oh, where's your, are, are you going to beat up uh, addicts now? People with addictions when you you yourself are addicted to a fucking drug. You know, I think he went deaf in one of his ears or something like that. Or I know he had like a he had some sort of hearing apparatus put in his head. You know, but then he gets cancer, and then what happens? This last year or two years ago, Trump gives him the medal of the medal of freedom. Why? Why does the president? He, he wanted to. He wanted to. It's the same thing with giving a medal to Jim Jordan in 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 science. Like you know, why are you doing that? Like, it doesn't make any sense to give that dude a medal. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just it, it yeah, just it, doesn't it, it doesn't make any sense. For, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a well, second. Yeah. No, but it's no, like, no, no, like, you know, you you you're, you're championing for the team. You're you're one yeah. of our guys or whatever. Then and, and so Rush Limbaugh never did anything. What the fuck? Are, I mean, besides, okay, uh, from a from a pure fucking businessman standpoint. Yes, he had millions of listeners, and and he and like once again, he 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 laid the groundwork for conservative talk radio and shit like that. And 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 you know, in another world, that's something to be admired and stuff like that. But you know, he built it pumping fucking horseshit and bullshit into people's fucking minds and ears every fucking day, and to the point where we wouldn't have a QAnon today if it wasn't for Rush, if if Rush Limbaugh never existed, we wouldn't have a QAnon. People who are so fucking into the frenzy of believing ridiculous fucking conspiracies. If it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh you know, spending four hours a day talking shit about the Clintons, and 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 what happened? What happened with QAnon? We had fucking people. Insert, we had a fucking uh, an attempted insurrection of our country because of people being uh, constantly spoon-fed bullshit by a fucking bullshit artist. And like I said, even the president gave him a fucking medal for what? What the fuck yeah, does, a, does, a, so, does a fucking talk show host get a fucking medal of freedom for? So I guess you really me. hate, basically you really hate Rush Limbaugh. I got it. Yeah, I, um, I, I fucking, you know, and, you know, I, 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 mean, I hope he fucking burns in hell. I, like, I want to piss on his, I want to piss on his fucking all right, I'm gonna all dance right. on I this think fucking we got grave. it, Chris. I think. <laughs> but here, let me, let me, let me. So, first of all, I don't wish anybody to be dead. Okay. Not saying that Rush Limbaugh doesn't deserve that, but I just don't mm. wish that on anybody. Um, number one, I don't think he should have ever won a medal, mm-hmm. just for the simple fact of being a radio host. It's the same thing with. Uh, I think Trump gave Tiger Woods a medal. I like Tiger Woods, but why did you give him a medal? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you give, you know, Rosa Parks makes sense. Um, John Lewis <laughs> makes sense. Like these people, like you're giving medals to people that have done good and have done things that make our society better. Jim Jordan hasn't done that. Rush Limbaugh mm-hmm. hasn't done that. So for you just to do it because, oh, well, you know, I, I want to help my little friends out. Like, I'm just like... I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. I, I don't get it. I just, I think it's stupid. I think that they're basically just, it was just Trump basically trying to do what he could. It's the same thing with the, the, um, um, the, the, uh, what am I trying to think here? What is it? The, the pardons that he had. Like, he's sitting there literally, like, saying, okay, how much money do you want to throw me to, um, pardon you? And I'm just sitting here going, uh, like, anybody want to say something about that? Cause, like, yeah. You know, yeah, all those parts. Yeah, obviously, just pure fucking. You know, yeah, I mean, pay to play, and it just, <laughs> just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that you know you deserve anybody deserves the Medal of Freedom. Now, as for Rush Limbaugh, while I don't wish death on him, I don't think you know this dude caused a lot more harm than he did help society in some cases. So, 
you know, it's it's just one of those things where I sit there and I go, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah. I don't want him dead, but I also don't think the guy was a good human being. And and you no, know, no, I, no, like, even at, at the very least, before he died, like, it, it would have been something if, like, you know, maybe the last, like, you know, he came out towards the end and said, you know what, I was wrong. And I would, the, the guy died, he died without a fucking ounce of fucking without an ounce of, 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 you know, repenting for his fucking sins. I'm using a religious thing, but I'm saying, I mean, you know... he had cancer, dude. Like, he had a really bad... Like, he was in stage four. I, I don't remember what kind yeah. of cancer it was. And you like, think that would make you a little more fucking humanity. Like, if you, you see the fucking... You see the fucking... The light at the end of the tunnel. No, dude, you think, I mean, oh, let me, let me start amending you know, the, sh- the wrongs that I made in my life. Look, you know, he's, it, like, look, Rush Limbaugh was bad, but... You know, I hate to say it, but the guy in Infowars is wor- is worse. And oh no, absolutely. And and you know, is I mean, you take, go ahead. One doesn't exist without the other. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, I mean, but I, I think I, th- I think like the Infowars kind of people and the, the the news networks that are showing up online that are doing all these crazy conspiracy theories. Excuse me. It, it just goes to show that you know these. How do I want to put this? That it, it's it's it, it all came from Trump. And we're going to kind of, I'm going to kind of talk more about Trump screwing some things up when we haven't, when we talk about another subject, but mm-hmm. it's just, Trump kind of he screwed a lot of shit up and he opened the doors for people from these, these people to basically just be fucking stupid and yeah. say these conspiracy theories and just be like, oh, well this happened and it doesn't and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and the Newsmax like, and the OAS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm just like, and it's funny because, because the funny thing is like, even when Fox News decided to grow a fucking pair of balls and stand up to fucking Trump for a couple of things, then he then he disavows them. The second, the second they're not sucking his dick. Oh, Fox News is, you know, it's all propaganda, you know. Oh yeah, fucking, you know, you'd go and, and call and talk to fucking Fox and Friends for 45 Five fucking minutes in the morning that you've obviously been watching and tweeting along with and shit like that. But the minute they don't fucking suck your dick, oh, yeah, the propaganda, and then you know, then you go to the fucking, then you go to the third tier and the fourth tier, the the OANs and the fucking Newsmaxes and shit like that. I'll go on, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's that's the that's the point. There is, it's like you know, you look at that and you just go, I don't get it. Like I don't get how people are like this. It's like this zombie mentality where they just. Oh, like for just following along with whatever. You got people in Utah in a in a I don't know I think a town in Utah that said that Biden your, Trump is still my president or something like that. And I'm just like, what, it's a it's like a flag up. And I'm just like, how like are you really like that far gone that you think that like? Ah. And you know, Rush didn't really didn't really help this. And I think that's kind of the problem. You know, um, he had a very he had a very good. Um, radio career, but here's the thing: some other idiot's gonna come along and you know be just as bad, or not even, if not worse, than him. We'll have to wait and see what happens, but I guarantee you that's gonna happen. But I think I we've, mean, what, I, I think you've destroyed Rush enough. Let's move on. To the next <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. All right. So, uh, well, I'll talk about falling from fall from grace. And what's it? I I I mentioned with before this before the podcast. I really don't have a uh, an opinion on this. So much as um, as for Governor Cuomo. Okay, so Governor Cuomo has been accused of, or I guess you know, found out that he like when it came to the COVID deaths that they weren't. He wasn't, he wasn't reporting age, you know, old age home death to help our numbers. Now, okay, and okay, here's here's my one opinion. I'll let you get on in a second. Is he, 
since he was on such a national stage, he was under a bigger microscope than 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 other governors for other states. And uh, you know, and and you know, that's you know, he 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 put him he he screamed enough till the spotlight shone on him. And what he did was, of course, very very wrong. But once again, I'm pretty sure what he's doing is being done by a bunch of other motherfuckers, except that the. The spotlight is on him, so he's going to be under uh, so much more sterner. Uh, 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 um, should I, I love you know you know they're going to hold him up to a higher standard because right. he was on such a spotlight. So, but so, uh, I'll let you go on. So like I'm not usually one of those people that sits there and goes, "Well, the media is playing something up too much." And but in this case, I, I feel like they're just I feel like they don't have any news and they just want to they just want to push this on him. And the, the thing is, is like. There are other states where other governors have done things wrong. For example, the governor in Florida. We're not talking. Let's not just talk. Let's not talk about nursing homes. Let's talk about the fact that you're underreporting your total numbers of deaths and people that have COVID in Florida. So let me get this straight. We're reporting on a governor that's done everything right except not report nursing home numbers correctly, even though at the end of the day, the total number of deaths in New York State is correct. The total amount of deaths in nursing homes is correct. But because mm-hmm. you're not giving the, the, the specific data, we're yelling at the governor. Okay, mm-hmm. that that doesn't rise to an impeachable offense, first of all. Like some of these Republicans are bringing out the pitchforks and whatever, but they, they want to just find somebody to, to poke and prod. Um it just to me like it just this is just overblown and you know people will make the the point well you know you don't have somebody in a nursing home um let's 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 go down three things here first of all nursing homes first of all let's talk about let's talk Mm -hmm. about trump number one is trump trump told all these states and by the way you can look back if you weren't paying attention at all during COVID, and i'm sure a lot of you were just told these states you do what you need to do. You report it the way that you need to report. Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> the same way he wanted those votes. <laughs> exactly. I don't care yeah. how you do it. Just give me those votes. And if you but remember, on, Chris, if you remember, Chris, like the CDC had guidance, but then they ended up changing their guidance, and then New York State changed their guidance as well. So when it came to nursing homes, so first of all, it's a confusing time where you have a leader of our country that's not even fucking doing his job and confusing the fuck out of all of these governors. So I give a lot of leeway to a governors, especially Cuomo, for what they've been doing um but then um what is there so we talk about that number two is the nursing homes themselves the nursing homes mm-hmm. themselves didn't do themselves any credit they refused to do a lot of the policies like testing their their workers as they came in and whatnot i'm sure you remember that kind of stuff in the beginning chris mm-hmm. and that doesn't help that doesn't fucking help anybody like how like you're you're being told to test your workers when they come in the door, do the rapid testing to make sure that they don't have COVID and they're bringing it to their the resident. Yeah, they're already short staffed. They're already short staffed enough as it is. Yeah, they're not going to discourage. They're not going to look for reasons to have less employees. <laughs> and you know. Well, no, I understand that part, but if you're if you're I'm, saying, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's what's happening. <laughs> right, right, right. And 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 you know, so the nursing homes have a lot of blame here too. Mm-hmm. But and then number three, like who the fuck cares about whatever numbers you're looking for for nursing homes? Did the man do his job correct throughout this whole process? Yes. New York State has one of the the lowest COVID positive rates now because of him. We lowered the rate because of him. And I give that man a lot of credit. You want to look at somebody that's not doing their job right? I already talked about Florida. Talk about the governor of fucking California that open, closed, open, closed, open, closed shit to where L.A. has the most cases, probably has more cases than New York at this point. Like, 
And by the way, Republican in Florida, Democrat in California. Don't give a shit what party you're in. I'll fucking go up one side of you and down the other if you do your job wrong. Um, why are we talking about that? You know what I mean? Like, you sit here and you bitch about Cuomo. Why aren't we going after these other governors that don't do their job? Don't put in the masking policies. Don't do the things that they should have been doing all along. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 what's good, good for the goose is good for the gander here, guys. Come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, do your job. Fucking report on everybody else. Don't just report on the governor that's actually done his job. You know, like it, it, it's it's just to me, it's just very sad. You know, like, yeah. we're we're talking about a fucking world. Oh, and and the other thing, the other thing I love. <laughs> this this is you're gonna laugh about. This. So I've, I've said this on Facebook in some of the these political posts. So the New York, some people in the New York Assembly want to take away his emergency powers. Here's my argument: Why would you take away the emergency power emergency powers you gave him because you fucks in in the fucking assembly didn't want to do your jobs and haven't been since COVID started, but yet you're gonna take his powers away? What's going to happen if there's another outbreak? Are you going to actually do your job? Or are you going to mm-hmm. turn to the governor again and be like, oh, can, here, let me give you your powers back so you can do your job? Like, I, I, I like, it just, uh, like, I hate politicians. Because they're like, oh, well, we need to punish the governor. Punish him for what? Doing his job and he didn't do one thing correct? Look at the other governors in other states and tell me if they did everything 100% correct. Yeah. By the way, who was in charge of the government at that time, the federal government? Did he help them one bit? Not really. Not really. Mm-hmm. He helped for a little bit, and then he just stopped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's you have to look at the whole picture, and you can't just be like, oh well, the governor needs to go because of that. And by the way, I'm not stupid. Most of you motherfuckers want him gone because of all the restrictions he put in place. Where? Stop <laughs> yeah. your fucking crying. It's like it's like this girl that keeps saying she's sexually harassed. There, Cuomo sexually harassed her on a plane. Chris. Yeah. Chris, like. Every single person that was on that plane was like, we don't know what the fuck she's talking about. We were sitting next to the governor. None of this came up. He never said anything about strip poker. He never kissed this woman. What the fuck is she talking about? Like, yeah. you know, like, dude, stop trying to double and triple down on something when there's witnesses there that are literally saying, he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and the re- and news sources are, and news is reporting on that because Cuomo's been in the news so much, and I'm just like, I don't get it. It's like the media, the media just needs to pay attention to things. And we'll get to one thing that CNN reported on that's here in Rochester. Obviously, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like, stop reporting on stupid shit. You know, yeah. and and be fair about your report. You're going to report on that governor, and you report on the other governors as well. Yeah. So. Oh, by the way, by the way, in, I know you'll have a comment about this. Fucking de Blasio is like, oh, you bullied me. Fucking you're, not even, fucking. You're, you're not even doing your fucking job. I know you want to say something about that. He's like, <sighs> yeah, Cuomo was bullying me like that other representative, Ken, uh, downstate, where he's like, oh, yeah, he called me and bitched me out, where there was a... Apparently, because Cuomo, when, when Cuomo makes phone calls, he has somebody there apparently, and that person that was there with that aide that was there with him is like, he didn't, he didn't do anything that the guy said, and I'm just like, so you know, and that guy's a Democrat by the way, so it just makes me laugh when, when De Blasio's like, well, he beat a, he, he's a very mean man. You're not even doing your fucking job. He has to do it for you. <laughs> like, like shut the fuck up de blasio you're about to get beat by yang like because nobody in new york city likes you am i wrong 
Yeah. I mean, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, de Blasio, like, what's your thoughts on de Blasio being a little bitch? Like, I, you know, I, I look, I don't live in New York City anymore, but it's just like, nobody, nobody respects him. Nobody fucking likes him. I, I've watched, I've watched when I visited New York, when I visit New York City, I've watched, you know, as soon as de Blasio was like in, in office, you know, I went down and, you know, like, if you remember like that train station by my mom's house, and I went down to the train station and I saw like homeless people living, like, the, just like straight up, like set up fucking fucking camp in the fucking train station you know Jesus. and and it's like you know uh, you know and don't get me wrong you know i grew up in the 80s where you know shit like that fucking happened but then you know <laughs> i hate to bring it up but julie you know once you know i got used to the, the new york that giuliani cleaned up <laughs> yeah you what know? happened and, to that giuliani and to see and to see like you know and and, and then then on like the next visit or two visits after that i went you know once again by my mom's house it's just homeless people just camped the fuck out you know on the street and I'm like, I thought shit like this was being fucking taken care of and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, there's this, you know, the, the guy has his fucking head up his ass, de Blasio. He could, you know, and, and it's not like, I, and you know, and you think, oh, I, I, you know, I bash Republicans and shit like that. And um, since I'm a Democrat, I'm going to, I'm going to champion de Blasio. De Blasio would kiss my fucking ass. He's a fucking, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Do your fucking job. God, I hope Yang wins that race, man. I just, no, I can't. That motherfucker needs to go, man. Like, he's just not doing his job. And for him, for him of any, of all people to sit there and go, where Cuomo beat up on me? Dude, you're not even doing your job. Like, shut the fuck up and go sit down. Yang's about, and I really hope that you, it's like, it's, you know, I, well, I'm not going to go into yeah. our mayor here in Rochester, but holy fuck, she's, she's just as bad, if not worse. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, so, I mean, if you want to get into that. Um, so, uh, it's, you know, cause I know stuff, it happens in Rochester, so I don't know where it is on the, on the, on a, on a national scale. Uh, but, you know, CNN was here today. They were yeah, here today. I, you know, like just the other day, we, well, the, from the last episode, we were talking about the cops that pepper sprayed the nine year old girl before she got in the car. And, uh, once again, that was a couple blocks away from where I live. And now the Daniel Prude thing, which happened a couple blocks away from my old apartment, uh, was a guy, once again, clearly, uh, mentally unstable uh found naked running in the streets yeah and uh the, the, the police got him and I, I, i'm i i draw a blank on exactly how he died but he died in police custody it was uh he didn't get enough oxygen to the brain that's why he died yeah and you know and it's just one of those deals you know and and as much as you know and i champion you know i champion the police i back the blue i'm a correction officer i was a correction officer i have family in nypd you know i've i've you know i've done my law enforcement things here and there i was an auxiliary cop back in the day i was you know you know i back the blue but you know just rpd really it's it's been a clusterfuck with all the shit that's going on and and there was and let me tell you there was supposed to be because uh, they acquitted him they acquitted the cops yesterday yeah and, and there the was city, a protest there was a protest and, last week. well the city was bracing for shit today because I, I was running errands and they had the fucking partitions out in the street like they they were I'm surprised I'm surprised there wasn't something bigger maybe because it's well no today is actually the weather was actually halfway decent but like the the, the city was definitely bracing <laughs> yeah. the city was definitely bracing oh, for yeah. for there to be uh protests and and mm-hmm. shit like that tonight so um yeah, yeah I mean like first of all thank you for being peaceful um mm-hmm. but number two like so let me see if I can find um they oh, actually the, the, the cops are acquitted i got i don't know if we, we said it direct, out directly right 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 yeah i'm the, I, the, I actually, cops are acquitted. there was a an article that actually just came yeah here it is um 
So expert witnesses called by New York Attorney General told the grand jury that the restraint applied by Rochester police officer was not enough to cause Daniel Pruitt's death. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why they said that I think that's why they acquitted them and mm-hmm. didn't want to bring the grand jury. Um, they the the autopsy couldn't determine how how he, um, he died. So so basically the autopsy, like I said, he died of lack of oxygen to the brain, but mm-hmm. the autopsy could not determine how that occurred. And um, you know it's it, you know I, I I don't know I don't I don't feel like these officers tried to kill him because I know that they were trying to. If I remember correctly, they were actually administering CPR to this guy and trying to get him to come back. You know it's not. And they did get him to come back, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they did. Then they took him to the hospital, and he died a couple of days later in the hospital. Um, yeah, it's just not so, good on the optics. And then, and it, it, it's not good on the optics, but and it's I, fucking Black History Month. You know, saying like, I mean, yeah. I, you know, like it was so, it's so weird that it was it was around this time last year when that happened because yeah. it was still snow on the ground because he was running naked, and I remember like the video right before because there, there was video of like guys hanging out in their car. Like filming him running naked down the street, but that was like guys, kids being assholes filming a crazy guy running naked down the street. And it's so weird that like that happened this time last year, just about this time, because it was right before COVID, right before everything fucking shut down. Right. And then, and then you know, and it's like, and you know, and part of the reason the protests, I mean, you know, then there was of course the George Floyd stuff. So, but like in Rochester, it double, it was a double hit. You know, like in Rochester, we were already still sore from fucking Daniel Prude, and then the George Floyd thing happens, and like you know, that's why like Rochester fucking really got rocked. And you know, it's just so weird that like it fucking happens, and it's like, and of course, once again, it's not like you know, okay, if the law the law you're not going to change it just because it's black history month that's not what i mean but like you know like it just it, it adds insult to injury you know yeah and you know and then once again i back the blue but just, just guys jesus christ <laughs> you know it, it's you know fucking just you know, well, and you chris, know chris rock has a joke like he goes you think the cops would have occasionally shoot a white kid just to balance the numbers out you know i well, mean i hate and that, that, of course that should not happen but you know you would think <laughs> it, just, it just it kills me because it's just like you know you guys are striking out left and right here can we can we like you know, do something here because you're not you're not making it any easier. And I mean, don't get me wrong, the the mayor's not helping, the new police chief isn't helping. It, you know, all around everything needs to everything needs to change because it's just like you know, it just doesn't make any sense as to why you're not you know why you're not doing your jobs completely correctly. Now, I have to say, like, I, I don't think that. You know, the, like a couple months ago, like the officer spray painted that kid. That was just a that was just a bad situation. And unfortunately, you know, yeah, could they have handled it better? Yeah, but you know, be honest with you, like those officers didn't use excessive force. They had to deal with a fucking bitchy ass mother, and that that was just okay. Oh, so you're talking about the pepper spray because you said spray yeah. painted for a second. You fucked me up there for a second. I'm like, did cops spray paint somebody? No, no, no. I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't mean to laugh. Okay, so I'm sorry. I, I got lost there for a it's second. Just, I'm like, it's just very, is there a like, story that I missed in the news yeah. of a cop spray painting? Kid? It's just you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, you know, it's like guys, you're not painting Rochester in a good light, and we need we just need better leadership from the top down. Um, I, I just like the mayor, the mayor is going to court and she's barely in the limelight because she knows she fucked up and she doesn't want to be caught up in things. And I just sit there and I go, if you motherfuckers vote this bitch back in, we are a shitty ass city. 
Like I, I really wish that people, the the people of Monroe County, could vote the city of mayor, the city of Rochester mayor in because holy shit, she is terrible. <laughs> like I've never like people sit there and they 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 you know. I get some flags sometimes about, well, you just go after Republicans. I'm like, no, I'm not going after just Republicans. Look at my fucking mayor in Rochester. She's shit, and she's a Democrat. Like, <laughs> how the hell that bitch got the Democratic nomination for her party, for our party, to be mayor in November coming up? I will never fucking know, Chris. I don't get it. Don't fucking get it. You know what I mean? It mm. just does not make sense to me, and I am just... Oh, I'm so confused. Like, I just, I don't get why this bitch is even still in, in, in office. She didn't handle the, she didn't handle the Pruitt situation well. She threw her, her own chief under the bus, which he proved the other day when he had testimony, uh, mm-hmm. on that live stream. And it just, it's, it's just, just makes, just makes me think that, you know, are we that stupid of a city that we're gonna vote, vote her this bitch back in? Cause if, if that's the case, God help us. <laughs> Cause, uh no just just get rid of her just get rid of her gotcha uh, you know it's, all, right. Uh, all right so what are the uh let me see i'm trying to think of i, I have a couple of things here let's i guess let me just sh- shoot through this real quick um uh just seeing the trump plaza go down in Atlantic city that was good um, oh i loved it oh okay all right and here's the big one <laughs> like it's uh, we've been talking a lot but okay and and i guess after this everything else is not really important after just but this is you know from from just something from my last episode the fucking president was acquitted. And it feels like forever ago because, but we haven't done a podcast since it happened. We were still just like, like we did the podcast like a day before the fucking Super Bowl. Um, or a couple days before the Super Bowl. Our president was acquitted of the second, uh, impeachment. And I've been watching, there's, oh shit. Is it Legal Eagle? There's a guy on YouTube that I, I watch and, and, uh, he's a lawyer and he kind of discussed about how you know, there's when it comes to certain proceedings, you know, there's criminal proceedings and it goes and there's political proceedings and political proceedings don't run by the same rules that criminal proceedings run by. And he goes, you know, we're used to TV and then and, and TV saying how, you know, this and we need this and beyond a, beyond a reasonable doubt, yada, yada, yada. And like a political hearing, it's almost like and especially since there's only been a handful of fucking impeachments in the fifth in the history of the fucking country that how things are done and like it's sort of those deals are like fucking you know the jury the people that's supposed to be the jury the senators and shit like that were like having sidebars with the fucking lawyers <laughs> well there's your buddy ted yeah and and, and it's sort of like you know the it, it was such an obvious um you know uh screw job or you know the not screw job that you know Mitch McConnell and stuff like that, like talking, like talking to Trump's lawyers and stuff like that, and 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 it it's one of those deals where it's just like it's obvious, you know, and and you know, was it rushed? Yes, it was rushed. I have a feeling, you know, I can you know, I can sit here afterwards and say you know, Peter was rushed and all this other shit, but you know, it was rushed because you know, but then again, it was also held back because Mitch McConnell didn't want to have any fucking hearings until Trump was out of office. Um, but it's sort of like to keep him out of, uh, like, you know, it was, it, and, and, you know, to impeach him is to keep him from any future, uh, for any future, uh, if he tries to, you know, if, you know, he gets to buck up his ass and fucking tries to do Trump 2024, I guess now he could if he wanted to. I mean, of course, you know, I, I would like to believe he's, he'll be behind bars because of, you know, all the states going after him and, and downstate New York and stuff like that. Um, but it's just one of those deals where, I can't believe that 
you know that that you know and it's funny you know they say a, a jury of your peers you be judged by a jury and once again that's a criminal court idea that we're, we've gotten so used to criminal court stuff you know <laughs> a jury of your peers Trump Trump did get a jury by a jury, a jury of his peers a bunch of people who were just just as bad as at trying to like you know commit the same crimes that he has or, or, or complicit in his crimes that of course you're not going to get uh you're not going to get an honest decision you're not going to people people are going to be voting not not in the interest of justice but also just in their best interest you know and there are people these days that they're scared of trump or more likely they're scared of his followers you know trump has become such a fucking cult of personality that there's people who are scared republicans that are scared to speak out on trump because they want their support they want they want those people's support and so they're not going to speak ill of trump even after everything, you know, even though those people came into the building and could have easily killed Republican senators also, they're, they're terrified of speaking ill of Trump. And so, you know, it, it just seems like such a fucking letdown that, that he was acquitted because, you know, I don't think justice was served. Well, and, you know. I mean, you, you knew that was going to happen. Um, but here's the thing. Like, I mean, you had seven Republicans voting with Democrats to impeach him. Um, I mean, there's that. And then, you know... It's it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, how do you hold a guy, you know, responsible for these things when, you know, most Republicans don't want to get basically they don't they don't want to get shot. And I and I, you know, look, I, I understand that some of them are scared that, you know, something's going to happen. But you got to vote. You got to vote with your conscience, man. Like you can't. Yeah. You can't just, you know, expect like, you know, you're going to die tomorrow because that's not that's probably not the case. But yeah, and these guys have been putting party before country for the past four years, mm. and so all right, um, pretty much everything else we can save. Um, you have anything else you want to do before we go to break? No, I'm, I'm well. Yeah, no, we can we can go to break. <laughs> okay, and we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, it's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little popping history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. 
Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year. On sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events. Only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. Hey guys, Future Chris here, uh, editing the podcast, and it turns out Paul warned me that my microphone was getting staticky, I didn't realize how bad it was, so pretty much the rest of the episode sounds like crap. I'm going to leave it in because of posterity reasons, but uh, you've been warned if you want to continue listening uh, through the whole thing, I greatly appreciate it. If you want to turn it off now, uh, you know all the deals, so if anything... Thank you for listening, and here we go with the rest of the show. And we're back. All right, Paul. Uh, we had a pretty solid uh, first half of the show. Got through a lot of shit. Not everything I wanted to talk about, but uh, we had it was a good half first half. Uh, so let's get to the nerdy news. Uh, let's see. All right. Well, this was actually I had my notes for the first half. Uh, so, so how was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> Um, I mean, it was fine. I mean, I didn't, we really didn't do too much. I mean, you know, COVID being stupid. So, you know, I mean, that was already known that we weren't going to do anything because, well, you know what? No, we did. We did. We went to, um, there's a, there's a Chinese buffet and, uh, barely anybody goes. I mean, there was more people there this time, but I was like, well, you said you wanted Chinese the other day. Why don't we just go and get Chinese? So, you know, we did that. I got her, which is still behind me, a thing of flowers, um, like a, like a, a pot thing, like a square pot mm-hmm. thing from Wegmans there. They're actually lasting very, they're actually lasting pretty long. So, I mean, it's it's pretty good. I mean, that was that was about it. You have a pregnant girlfriend, and you get her candy, and then she's good. So yeah, like uh, okay, there so you go. this was something I was telling you before the before the episode. Okay, so you know my Valentine's Day really nothing to report. Like I said, you know my my uh, my daughter's mother's sister was in town, so she had the kid or whatever. And so if I had a date, I would have been able to go out, but I didn't. Um, so I got a thing from Match.com, which I had I had a. Well, I guess I technically still have a, a profile on there. And they're like, oh, uh, you know, sign up today and get half off, you know, you know, for their for their deal. So, I, you know, and I've been really trying to want to, like, not get on the, like, because I, I, I was watching a couple of videos and they're talking about how, like, dating sites just don't work and, like, how they're predominantly, they're filled with men. So even, you know, for, for you to get even, even get seen by a woman on a dating site, you know, first just, just even get seen, that's a mention less, much less be engaged with, you know, where, where she would decide to write to you of all the other 50,000 dudes that are on the fucking site, you know, and when there's, you know, three women and 8,000 men, you know, <laughs> you know, then she, you know, she may not even, uh, even if she does see yours, she may not even want to click on it. And so, and it's like, part of me is like, don't fucking get on a dating site. But I had a moment of weakness because it said like, uh, I have like three messages 
from people. And it's and it's weird because what they do is they they, they tease you. They're like, oh, you have a message from a person, but uh, you, I can't see the message unless I. Yeah, you can't see it until until you go onto your account. Yeah, yeah I can get a, you know, account. a pro account or whatever. But it's also but you could see the account if I match with the person. So like I mean, so sometimes so sometimes like what help what I'll do is like you know when it says you have a message, you go and you you look like all you look at all your like potentials or whatever, and you just swipe right on everybody. You just click yeah 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 you know, and then you go and it's you know some you know fifty five year old. 400-pound housewife, you know, and you're like, oh, my fucking... I said yes to all these girls for nothing. And I look, and I know that sounds horrible for me to say, you know, I'm the beggars can't be choosers. Uh, but, so, um, okay, so so they sent me this message, oh, yeah. get half off for today only, Valentine's Day, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, I'm, I'm a person, I'm usually up late at night on a computer. So I would say, you know, much later, about 2, 3, maybe even 4 o'clock in the morning, well past the, the, the time, I said, sure, let me sign up I said, let me just fucking, I'm curious to see what those messages are and shit. And so I sign up or I try to sign up and like it goes back and forth because I'm clicking on the link from the email, which is like a legit, a legit link. And it keeps trying to give me the discount, but then like it kicks it back because it's past Valentine's Day. It's no longer Valentine's Day. It's like two or three. And even if I was on the West Coast, it's really technically past Valentine's Day because it's like after three o'clock in the morning. So, uh, they keep kicking it back to me. And so, and long story short, it didn't get renewed. And I said, you know, it probably, it's probably for the better. It was saving a lot of frustration and shit like that. Um, you know, I had my moment of weakness and luckily, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't have buyer's remorse. Uh, but the funny thing I've noticed is that ever since, because what happens is, you know, these sites, they want to retain you. They want to retain you. They will keep sending you spam every day, you know, and meet Joni and meet, you know, Carla and meet, you know, Susan and all this shit. You know, they keep throwing people at you trying to make it come back. Like, you know, <laughs> meet Billy Bob. Meet Bobo. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, they, and, and I noticed ever since that day. Because the weird thing is that like the money got t- taken out of my account, but then the money got credited back to my account uh, with the with you know like it was so weird like it was like it was on conflict like we don't want you and so uh, after that I had like to this day like since Valentine's Day I haven't gotten one fucking piece of spam from Match.com so like that's one way to get rid of spam is fucking screw them out of a couple bucks <laughs> and then they'll leave you alone. Uh, so I thought that was funny. Once again, not really, not really nerdy news, but that doesn't really sit in the beginning of the episode, like talking about like Trump is the devil. Uh, <laughs> okay, and um, so we had the, we had the Super Bowl. Not that that's really, you know, you and I don't really talk sports anyway, so it's not really a thing. Uh, usually, the Super Bowl is the time for all like the really good summer movies. We'll have at least like a teaser trailer or something like that. I watched the Super Bowl because you know what, it's a thing everyone in the world is watching it, so I watched it also. Uh, the only the only trailer was for, uh, for, for that would apply to like people who like this show was the the Falcon and Winter Soldier commercial, and it's and it's sort of like. And, and I mean, of course, like, pretty much all these things, Marvel and Disney is like, I'm already going to watch it. <laughs> you don't have to sell me on any. You know, it's not like I was on the fence. I'm like, OK, I'll check it out now. Uh, but, you know, it was cool. And it was in the early like the early part of the, the, the Super Bowl. Like it was maybe the first or second commercial break. So obviously, you know, Disney put a couple bucks to get people interested and stuff like that. You know, uh, back a couple of weeks ago, you know, each week, WandaVision, you know, I, I, you know, I'm online. I will not shut up about WandaVision. I love that show. And uh, so it was a couple of weeks ago. So people were still on the fence on whether they even liked WandaVision or even fucking had a slight idea what the fuck was even going on in that show. Um, have you been following it at all or, or no? Oh, okay. I mean, no, it's really good. Yet. I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff, I think the best parts are kind of spoiled now. Like everyone kind of, 
like if you're online, you'll see memes and stuff like that. So it's one of those deals where like you have to watch it Friday. You have to watch it like that day, the day it comes out, because you wait till Saturday or Sunday, and, and there's chance. If 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 you don't have a chance to watch it on Friday, let's say you're working, then don't go online because <laughs> things will be spoiled. But uh, uh, one of the main uh, baddies of the show, the, the you know people came out, and I was uh, you know Agatha. I guess I <laughs> might as well talk about because I've seen it all over my timeline. So uh, the the character that was Agnes, who's really another character named Agatha, Agatha Harkness from WandaVision, you know, and 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 how the shows that you know they they've They've done shows that are sort of like I Love Lucy and and uh, and the Brady Bunch and Malcolm in the Middle and Roseanne and then the, the Agatha All Along was sort of like a Munsters which I thought was a that was pretty fucking cool. Um, so uh, so like I said, yeah, the, the Super Bowl. I mean, Tom Brady won again. I guess he's that damn good even to take a, a front. I, want, I don't watch football, so but I mean, apparently you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was like a they're like a shitty team. But like he was, he's such a great, wonderful, fucking sent from heaven quarterback that you know he can uh, he can bring even a shitty team to the Super Bowl on the first year he because he's there. Uh, that was funny. It is funny to see like um, like a week later when he's totally fucking smashed. But then again, I mean, if you want your seventh ring or whatever, and you're in a party town like fucking Miami, go right ahead. But then again. You know, all these dummies are out. No masks. Florida just does not give a shit. You know, and the same with the Super Bowl. Just, just, just. Oh yeah, they're just, terrible. Just no one they're out. No one's no masks whatsoever. People are partying and stuff like that. And, you know, and I have friends and family in in Florida on our Facebook, and like with all the crazy shit that's going on in Texas, all the people in Florida, are like, oh, but it was 80 degrees here. It's 80 degrees there. Like, uh, part of me is like. Wait till fucking hurricane season, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice and not not windy up here in New York City, New York and Rochester or New York State. Um, but uh, so yeah, so just you know, I mean, it was funny to see him drunk and plastered. But then again, I mean, he's earned it if he wanted to get if he wants to get shit faced. But once again, you see all the people partying and not a single fucking mask, so it's like it's just infuriating. Um, okay, uh, the band Daft Punk broke up and. And I, I mean, yes, I'm not did. a big fan of their music, and I'm not gonna lie; I never claimed to be. Um, I mean, I kind of like their their bigger hits, you know. Around the world was sort of like, and the funny thing is, like, you ever, you ever see the video for Around the World, where it's a bunch of people, but you know, it's like a it's weird a video, with a bunch of people doing moves and like, you know, it's a bunch of performers. I don't know if they're like mannequins or you know, they 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 don't look like they're like it looks like mannequins or whatever, kind of like dancing and stuff like that. And like everyone's like everyone's kind of doing the same moves, but at a little little bit of a delay or something like that. And I remember I was on a I was on a trip. I was I was on I was in a hotel room, but I was in a hotel room because I was doing something for a job. I think I was going for I think I was going to like when I was going to be a correction officer, and I'd driven up to Albany like the night before. Uh, like I was going the next day to take like my medical screening up in Albany. So, you know, so to be at, at my best, since it was like a four hour drive, I said, let me, you know, get to Albany, Albany, you know, at, you know, at a certain time, get a hotel room, get somewhere to sleep and then I'll get up in the morning and then I'll go for my, my medical screening and, 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 you know, get there fresh, refreshed and everything like that. And it was funny because I, I, that almost didn't happen because my ex didn't want me to be a correction officer. And like, she was doing her best to have me keep me in her apartment. Like she was basically saying like, let's fuck, let's screw around and fuck and everything like that. So like, I would miss that appointment. So, you know, I got, I, I get to, which I, after a while I'm like, I, if I don't go to Albany right now, I'm never going to make it. Like I almost had to like push her out of the way so I can fucking go get my job. And, uh, but I remember like I'm in a hotel room and, uh, I, like I, I was watching MTV before I fell asleep or before I took my cat nap or whatever. And so then I wake up 
and it was fucking Daft Punk's Around the World. And I, this had to be, you know, when, I, when, when I'm talking about this had to be in 99. That song came out in 97. But, like, imagine being, like, half awake. I'm 300 miles from home, you know, in this weird fucking hotel in the fucking sticks in the middle of in Albany. You know, outside, you know, once you're outside major Albany, like, like, like the major, like, downtown Albany, you're in the fucking fucking country. Love this little fucking, you know, Bates Motel fucking... <laughs> And like I wake up and I, and I turn on the TV and it was the Around the World video and I just remember that just really freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> like I'm already half asleep and then seeing that video didn't help. Um, and uh, but I do have to say that uh, their work on the Tron Legacy soundtrack, the Tron Legacy is one of the best fucking soundtracks I've ever heard. Um, as for just being a, like electronic music and and even though Tron Legacy like the movie itself was okay, but the fucking Tron Legacy soundtrack was the fucking bomb. So. Um, uh, you know, and and like they say, they broke up. They are have they really? You know, they're probably just gonna go and chill for a couple of years and do what they got to do and raise families and have a good, you know, do do the family thing. And after a while, they're gonna get sick and tired of their kids, sick and tired of their wives, and <laughs> gonna say fuck this shit. Let's get back on a road where, you know, we could fuck groupies and do fucking tons of drugs every night. Uh, so I mean, technically, they say they broke up. I, you know, I'm not happy. I'm not sad, but I mean, I'm not happy. But oh, and uh, okay, so then. Uh, there seems to be all this, uh, people talking about this Willy's Wonderland movie with Nicolas Cage, where it's like him fighting, like, Chuck E. Cheese animatronic things, which is like loose, like, you know, riding on the success of, like, that video game Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, they said in the movie, he doesn't talk through the whole movie. And, like, like you could say, if you want, if, if you could watch it right now for, like, 20 bucks, but, like, all the reviews are saying, like, don't fucking pay the 20 bucks. Um, you know, I, I'm getting sick and tired. And, like, I have, I have, I personally have no issues against Nicolas Cage, but there's these, like, these guys, like, oh, Nicolas Cage, you know, he's, he's such a ridiculous fucking actor. Like, every movie he does is sort of, even when it's so bad, it's good kind of shit. And I'm getting sick and tired of that shit. Um, like, Nicolas Cage, I, the, uh, my daughter likes scary movies. And uh, we were on Hulu about a week ago, a week or two ago, and I came across this movie called Mom and Dad. And it came out last year. I mean, I don't, I th- I'm pretty sure it would have been a direct-to-video movie like A Willy's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. And it was this movie where, um, if you remember, like, like the M. Night Shyamalan movie happening where, like, trees were killing people or whatever. Like, like people started committing suicide for whatever reason. It was because the trees were, like, releasing pollen or whatever that was making people kill, kill themselves. It was a movie where... One day, every parent just decide like wait like goes it's sort of like the movie The Happening where like something triggers them. Oh, that's it's like if everyone like everyone's looking at a TV set and like the TV set goes to static and the static like makes your brain get confused. And any parent that looks at the video makes them want to kill their kid. And it's and one of the stars of the movie is Nicolas Cage. Like I said, Nic- the mom and dad of the movie are Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. And it was a pretty fucking good movie. <laughs> and it wasn't like, oh, it's so bad, it's good. You know, in that fucking stupid, douchey, hipster way that, like, you know, like, like there's that other movie, Mandy, with, with Nicolas Cage, where he goes crazy and he has an axe and he's, like, avenging a girl's death or some shit like that. Um, he's avenging, like, his dead girlfriend's death or some shit like that. Uh, you know, that shit is stupid, but uh, if you do get a chance, see this movie called Mom and Dad with Nicolas Cage. Uh, well, like I said, Willie's Wonderland, and he kissed my ass. Uh, Metallica were, were performing for BlizzCon, BlizzCon being the Blizzard, like the people who do uh, World of Warcraft and, and all that other shit. And every year they have their, they have their, uh, 
con. They, I would say Comic Con because it's not a Comic Con, BlizzCon. And so the, the I guess one of the main one of those nights main attractions is they were going to have like a Metallica concert or have Metallica perform music live. And it was stream. And it's funny because it was it's Metallica performing music from their studio in San Francisco. Like they have their head they call it HQ headquarters in San Francisco. And like even like and Metallica even performed like on Stephen Colbert uh, the same night as the Super Bowl. And they did Enter Sandman. That's like and everyone in their grandmother knows fucking Enter Sandman. Uh, but so they were performing at BlizzCon. Now the funny thing is that like they were performing a song, and about three or four minutes into the song, it tr- it transfers over to like this weird like folk music. The stream automatically goes to folk music, and it was because Twitch has uh, Twitch like YouTube and, and 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 I think Facebook Live, like they have like content, like the the bots listen to the live streams just so you're like you're not playing music and stuff like that. You know, they or like they can they could stop the stream if they think you're playing copywritten music and stuff like that. So it's not like you could just jump on on Twitch or or, or, or YouTube and just start playing like just playing music from up your Spotify whatever. And so the funny thing is that like here it, it's fucking BlizzCon. It's it's the Twitch streaming event at BlizzCon, you know, giant fucking industry thing, <laughs> and the people running the stream decided had decided to play this weird folk music, so the the automatic bots wouldn't turn off Metallica playing their own fucking music. Um, and there's a lot of people like, oh, yeah, that's a Metallica. If one Metallica doesn't give a shit if their music got stopped to hear play some folk music because Metallica's getting paid anyway. But they're like, oh, the, 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 all the restrictions that they got from, you know, Napster and stuff like that when, when people were streaming and people you know, people were downloading their music and you know the the rules would be so strict if it was for bands like Metallica. And like I said, look, Metallica does not give a fuck. They're getting paid anyway. It's a live performance. It's the people who, you know. And once again, I mean. I'm glad that there's people who care about listening to Metallica. I'm a big Metallica fan. I have 11 Metallica tattoos. Um, but like I said, Metallica doesn't give a shit because they're get, they got paid anyway. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't even leave their fucking, they didn't even leave the house. They played at their headquarters. The same way they were playing at the headquarters of Stephen Colbert. You know, they, 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 they got out of bed, played some music. Okay. So it got stopped on the stream for 30 seconds to play some folk music. Big fucking whoop. Um, Another thing a lot of my friends are won't shut up about right now is uh, the Muppet Show. The the traditional Muppet Show has come uh, to Disney Plus. Um, I mean, yes, at the time it was groundbreaking, and and, and I got nothing against them. I'm not trying to sound like like I hate the fucking Muppets or anything like that. I love the Muppets. Um, but like all these people like are rediscovering. Oh man, this was so edgy back then. And and uh, the one thing I did like is that the first episode is called Sex and Violence. And it's like, why the fuck is a Muppet show called like the you know like when episodes have like a title or whatever? Uh, and they called it Sex and Violence because Jim Henson was known for years and years and years before the Muppet Show came out for doing Sesame Street. So when the Muppet Show came out, people thought it was going to be like a Sesame Street just on network TV, where Sesame Street was on PBS. They're like, oh, you know, um, you know, uh, Jim Henson's going to put this shit on, 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 uh, you know, he's going to get put kids programming for kids on on primetime on ABC. And so that's why he named the first episode "Sex and Violence" to let people know, no, this is serious. And not that the fucking show got like really raunchy or anything like that, but he wanted to, he kind of wanted to prove to people that no, this wasn't, he wasn't making, you know, let's count to ten and sing our ABCs. Uh, with puppets and shit like that so yeah and of course the Muppets are groundbreaking I mean I grew up like watching like the Muppet movies and the great Muppet caper and follow that bird and, and you know stuff like that so you know I, I, I'm definitely the demographic I mean I will check it out some of the other people I guess my friends listen a little more like they really love that nostalgia of the Muppets and I'll get to it when I get to it um, you know Jim Henson was a dirty hippie but you know I guess people loved him um Disney, speaking of Disney, uh, they had uh, released their trailer for the Cruella 
uh, live action movie, and like they're doing with other other like they did with Maleficent, and they did with uh, did they do with Snow White. Oh, no, as a Maleficent Snow White. Well, they're making these movies where they're making live action movies of they're almost like prequels, and it's sort of like it it's supposed to make the bad guys look like they're not bad or why they did the bad things they did. So it shows, and it's uh, Emma Stone as Cruella before she was, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Before she was, you know, before she turned evil and she was like, you know, fashion student and stuff like that. And so a lot of people are comparing this to Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Where they're saying, like, oh, this is just Emma Stone doing Harley Quinn. I don't necessarily see that. Okay, so you see a woman that looks all crazy and disheveled and running heists and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, it feels like a bit of a stretch to say that it's, like, Harley Quinn. Um, I don't think they're going to try to redeem her the same way. Like, like, Maleficent was definitely a movie where they try to redeem the bad guy and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, if it's on Disney Plus and I already have Disney Plus because I have my boss's account, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm curious. But, uh... You know, at least people are like, oh, it's, it's, hard. it's Harley Quinn, it's Harley Quinn. Mm, I don't, you know, you're really, you're, you're reaching way too fucking hard to try to make that, that connection. Uh, okay, uh, growing up, listening, uh, growing up, and with my, having an older brother who was into to rap back before it was called, before it was called hip-hop, and it was still called rap, uh, my brother was a big fan of this group called the Fat Boys, and uh, needless to say, I have to say that... <laughs> I myself also was a fan of the band Fat Boys and had Fat Boys albums and Fat Boys cassettes and stuff like that. Um, and of the Fat Boys, you know, there was the three character, the three main guys was Prince Marky D, the Human Beatbox, and uh, oh my goodness, I forgot the name of the third guy. <laughs> um, it'll come to me in a second. Uh, but so Prince Marky D, the light-skinned Puerto Rican uh, member of the group, because the two guys are black. Uh, Prince Marky D passed away. Uh, a couple of days ago, and it's really sad because you know it's like another part of my childhood is dying and stuff like that. And and you know and the Fat Boys were they were kind of the goofy uh, where other bands were trying to like talk about how cool they are and suave and stuff like that. You know the Fat Boys had songs about like you know eating and <laughs> I mean they had songs about falling in love and they had songs about going to jail and they had songs about like like, them, like they're fat guys but they're spies like 007 and stuff like that. They did they did their weird version of the Fat Boys of like the twist like Chubby Checkers the twist and 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 the Beach Boys Wipeout and stuff like that. Like they were like the party band. They were the band that like you know we're don't we're not don't take us too seriously. Um they put out a great movie. If you've never seen the movie Disorderlies, I highly recommend it. It's really really funny where you know, they play orderlies and they're like the worst orderlies like in the country. And this one guy who's waiting for his uncle to die so he could get his inheritance, he hires them hoping that they will bungle their way into killing him so the guy could get his uncle's inheritance. And but the movie itself is so fucking funny. And, you know, and it's more than just like, you know, fat jokes and stuff like that. And if, and of course there's the whole like, you know, you know, once they get the old rich guy to start like, Hey, step off homeboy and stuff like that. I mean, it's kind of that corny eighties rap thing going on. But uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, um, uh, Disorderly. If you get a chance to watch it, it's really fun. Uh, if you have anybody who's a fan of the game, any, anyone who's a fan of the show Ash vs. the Evil Dead, that was on Showtime, but it's also on Netflix right now, uh, they are releasing an Evil Dead game for all the platforms, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and all of them. Um, I have a gigantic crush on uh, on uh, uh, Diana DiLorenzo. Uh, she's the, the the female lead on the show. I don't know. She's just cute. So and she's in the game. She does the voice for her character. Um, in other news, uh, on the set 
of Jackass 4, and I can't believe they're actually they're actually recording a Jackass 4. You know, and I guess you know they did those grandpa movies with with uh, Johnny Knoxville and shit like that. So uh, is it Bad Grandpa? I think it was. Uh, so now they're doing a Jackass 4. Ben Margera was actually kicked off the set of Jackass 4 because they were saying that he had not, you know, his his drugs, his drug habit, he has a drinking habit. And and I'm like, how fucking off the wall do you have to be <laughs> for the guys to jackass to fucking uh, kick him out, you know? And and they were talking, you know, they they've talked to Steve O. But I watched a clip with Steve O. talking about, it and he was like, you know, and uh, and then Bam put out a couple of videos himself, and he's clearly fucking roasted out of his mind. And you know, and I was a big fan of the show, like Viva La Bam and stuff like that. So it breaks my heart to see like the guy. And of course, and look, he was they were obviously doing drugs even back then, but you know. Between you know partying in your teens, uh, excuse me, partying, partying in your twenties and doing drugs, and like partying in your late thirties, uh, you know that the, you know now you're doing irreparable damage to your body. You know your body doesn't bounce back the way it used to. And then like even Bam Margera was sort of like, oh, if you guys if you guys send me if you're gonna go see Jackass, don't see Jackass, just send me one dollar. If I get, if you know if all the millions of people who like Jackass send me one dollar and I can make a movie that's ten times better than Jackass, and it's like. He looks like he's all fucked up, and it's like, dude, I don't want to see you fucking get hurt or die or something like that. You know, you still have a chance to fucking, you know, get yourself clean and stuff like that. Hopefully, he'll wake up. I mean, it's weird because you think like they talk about Steve O. Like Steve O's been clean for like over ten years now and shit like that, which is weird. Um, it just it breaks my heart to see that uh, you know, Bam Margera is sort of like you know, and once again, I love the people of Bam. I had all the I, I bought the fucking DVDs for that show, and uh, you know, to see him. Uh, and the funny thing is, and then he's doing drugs and he's getting fat and he's, he's starting to turn into his dad, you know, and you see like he's starting, he's really starting to look like his dad. And, uh, speaking of, uh, fat old guys, uh, Larry Flint passed away, uh, you know, growing up in the age right before the internet ever happened and actually looking at pornography in magazines. Uh, I, I like to thank Larry Flint personally, uh, for, for, for Hustler magazine. You know, when you were a kid growing up, I mean, you know, your dad probably had like playboys and stuff like that. And he might've had hustlers and shit like that. I mean, there were ones worse than hustler, but you know, hustler was like the dirty one, like where playboy had like playboy was a artsy and it was like, you know, and there were articles about how, like how to set up your stereo at home and, and interviews with like George Clooney, like who gives a shit about that? You know, Hustler was like, here's the inside of a woman's vagina. <laughs> And that was sort of like their their go-to shot of like a woman like holding her lips open and shit like that. Um, you know, as a, as a boy growing up during that time, I like to thank Larry Flint uh, for his contributions to uh, his contributions to all all things like that. You know, we I, there wouldn't be a Two Strangers One podcast if it wasn't for a, for a Larry Flint. And uh, and of course, if you ever get a, if you haven't seen it yet, see the movie uh, The People versus Larry Flint with uh, Woody Harrelson and Courtney Love. And it's weird because you know Courtney Love, who I you know I still to this day think <laughs> fucking was, had something to do with uh, Kurt Cobain killing himself. If he did indeed kill himself, um, but she's really good in that movie. She's a good she was she's a good actress. I, or, or, you know when she's when she's playing a fucking cracked out you know junkie who gets HIV. Um, you know, if you if you get a chance, and it's all about the legal troubles, and of course, in the movie it was like I think it was like, and in and and Larry Flint is in the movie, the actual Larry Flint, he plays one of the judges. So obviously, if they're making a movie with the guy in it, they kind of like gloss over all his all of his sins and stuff like that. Like we're gonna make you look bad, but we're not gonna like tell the whole fucking ugly truth about your life. Um, so it it was a little uh, 
revisionist history. But uh, uh, if you get a chance, uh, I'd, if you haven't seen it, go watch The People vs. Larry Flynn. Because it's about him fighting for, you know, First Amendment rights. And then, you know, there's a whole trial where um, he makes fun of uh, Jerry Faldwell, uh, this very famous preacher. And then, you know, the, and then the preacher goes after him. And then, but like, you know, he's sort of like saying that, like, obviously, if I'm making fun of him, he's a public figure. And freedom of speech says we can make fun of public figures. He's that famous. So, you know, if we could say that I'm ha- he's having sex with his mom, obviously, the guy has a f- reputation. He's not he's not having sex with his mom. It's satire. It's parody. It's, you know, so once again, you know, we owe we owe uh, we owe Larry Flint a, a debt of gratitude. And last but not least. You know, Paul and I, you know, we've, uh, we were talking about, you know, in this, in this gig economy where people are sitting at home, people don't have jobs, uh, the rise of these only fan sites. And, uh, I, you know, there, there's these things where these girls do this thing called a dick rating. Cause, you know, when there's, when you're a girl on the internet and you show pictures of yourself and you're taking pictures in your underwear, or taking pictures in bathing suits, or, or maybe you're naked, but you're like, you're covering your nipples and your vagina, whatever, you know, you tend to get, a lot of guys sending you dick because I guess they're trying to either impress you or they think that's a way to get your attention and stuff like that. So now what these girls have done is they've smartened up and have started doing this thing called dick rating, where it's like, okay, sure, send me a picture of your dick and I'll give you your, I'll give you an opinion, I'll give you, or I will rate your dick. But if you're going to send me a picture of your dick, it's going to cost you seventy-five dollars. So I guess like if a guy sends them an unsolicited dick pic, they're like, look, I will respond if you send me seventy-five dollars. And I mean, I don't know any guy that's that fucking desperate, uh, but I guess, you know, if, 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 if you're the kind of guy that's compo- compelled to send a picture for your dick to a fucking Instagram model or, you know, one of those girls, you know, they, 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 they do the free promotion on Instagram and then they, then they promote their OnlyFans site. Um, I guess you can, <laughs> you know, you can send a picture of your dick, uh, without getting in trouble and they'll actually tell you uh, if it's good or bad or not. <laughs> 75 bucks. Uh, so that's it, Paul. Um, you still there, brother? Oh, okay. I am um, still here. Yes. Oh, okay. Did I yeah, did I have you muted or no? Oh, or were you muted? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I'm. Okay. I, I, First, like, I thought I did. I thought I had you muted there. Okay. So, um, let's wrap this up. That's what she said. Uh, please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net and .com. You can find links for everything show-related. You can find links to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, uh, you can download us there. Uh, if you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can find us on... If you have an Android device, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. And, of course, uh, every podcast worth listening to is on Stitcher, including Paul's other baby, <laughs> Tanami Faithful Podcast, uh, all available on the Stitcher app. Or you can go right to the source. You can download us and listen to us on uh, SoundCloud, the SoundCloud app. Uh, you can download right then and there. If you This is for whatever reason. If you don't have data, whatever the case may be, uh, you could download that, the individual episodes i make them available for download on that uh we want your money we need your money but until i set up a our own only fans or patreon or something to that effect uh you can uh find us on facebook uh slash two series of podcast all spelled out uh or you know once again we want your money we need your money but it just takes two seconds to like and subscribe uh just like like the page share the page like the episode share the episode uh to show your support for the show uh the more listeners the better and then when we do start a patreon and we'll have people give us money for doing this uh let me see if you want to write us you can write us at two strangers well podcast at gmail.com all spelled out and before the episode i checked then once again no more no oscar letters i'm surprised no oscar letters but um 
You can write to us at two streams of a podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're also on Facebook for on any of the episodes that aren't on SoundCloud for the past four years, a little over four years. Uh, you can go and find older episodes. So once again, we're almost, we're hitting nine years in, a, in, in about a month, March, April. So you can listen to like mm, five years, not including the four years on SoundCloud. Uh, you can listen to all those episodes on YouTube. Just search for YouTube, uh, search for Two Strangers Little Podcast. And on our YouTube page, you have uh, links to our uh, you have my Stranger Vlogs on YouTube. You have my albums. I go under the... I make electronic music under the name XLNYC. Um, you can find my audiobook, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. Um, and of course, you know, the first five, six years of, of Two Strings Old Podcast all, uh, all uh, uploaded on there before we switched over to SoundCloud. And you can find us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. And I can't think of anything else. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. And that was a chair, not me. <laughs> All right. Well, you can well you can find me on Twitter at Paul Viscrillo. You can email me, paulpstunamifaithful.com. And like Chris said, I am on the Tsunami Faithful podcast, so please do check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's All right. about it. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. Don't be a stranger. I'm Paul. Bye. Oh. You should be fapping. Shut up, Ziggy. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with the materialist Lynette. I know. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I've smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. Alright. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning, re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like. Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. 
I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like on. I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.